Just, just yeah. lie to them. Don't tell them that's what you're doing. Just tell them you, you're doing research. We need research. We need to send you in to get research before they get nuked. Okay, cool. We'll do it. That guy, listen, Dave Batista would have done it for about like $300,000, I bet you. <laughs> like 50 mil was like. Just, <laughs> he might have done it for $300. He was flipping I fucking burgers at a goddamn burger joint in the middle of the <laughs> desert. Get the fuck out of here. Welcome, everybody, to this month's edition of the Nerd Enthusiast Movie Podcast. My name's Dan. I'll be one of your hosts. I'm here with Matt from the Video Game Show. I'm here with Anthony from the Poker Show. Uh, really quick, before we begin, check out our Patreon videos. We have some exclusive stuff up there. But to, today, we're going to talk about the movie we all watched. Uh, just came out called Army of the Dead, directed by Zack Snyder, written, produced, shot by Zack Snyder. We'll get into all that. Um, much better than the movie that we watched last month, which was uh, Mortal Kombat. But uh, I, I, en- I enjoyed it, and it, it, we're going to go over a bunch of stuff. What's that? <laughs> I said, says you. Opinion, opinions, <laughs> opinions may differ. <laughs> How come we don't watch good movies, guys? <laughs> like, really good movies. Dude, I was going to bring it up. I feel like we brought Dane on, and we're, like, abusing him, like... Dude, we're gonna make sure you watch like Mortal Kombat, Zack Snyder's I know. zombie movie, and like, fuck, dude, what were we make you watch next thing? That's what this I was is excited for it too. I was really <laughs> excited. Um, but we'll get into it though. Um, first of all, um, part of the reason why I think we were all really excited to watch this movie is because part of this movie is shot in, in our in our in our old stomping ground, at least Matt's old stomping ground, Atlantic City, which yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, the production of the movie is interesting. We'll get into a, a few things about that. But just go over the plot really quick. Really quick, it's about um, zombie apocalypse. And uh, it's set in Vegas. So at this point, zombies have overrun Vegas. And they have to... Uh, it's a heist movie where Scorpion, from last month's movie, uh, uh, sends Dave Batista and a group of ragtag funny people to go and uh, steal $200 million from his own casino because he's already been paid on it. That's the story, and we'll get to the rest of it later. Um, so it's kind of your typical heist movie. You have kind of the funny people in there, and then you have the tough people, and then you got the one guy that gets picked on all the time, but he's really important. Um, but uh, uh, what did you guys think of the premise, though? Because I actually really like the premise. I like the idea of just of just – Vegas being overrun by zombies, which it kind of is anyway. <laughs> I like that idea from the get go. I thought, uh, I thought that was a fun take. It was, it was a unique, uh, little bit of a different uh, scenario than we're used to in the uh, zombie world. So I liked it. I thought it was cool. It, it put, it put a lot of, um, you know, kind of environment into perspective and you can kind of attach to it a little more than it just being in the middle of the woods or some random house, you know. So I like that kind of feeling that you could be attached to it, especially since I've been there. You know what I mean? Yeah, we've all been there. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah well, Mersey, I know. Yeah, I didn't know if you were yeah. there. Yeah, I was there with Mersey. 
Oh, okay. So the, they use they, they used a couple. They used a lot of like uh, like overhead scenes of like CGI of Vegas and whatnot. But obviously, the main mm-hmm. casino it takes place at is Olympus, which uh, I think was kind of you know supposed to be like Caesar's Casino is kind of what they were trying to impose there because there's not an Olympus Casino that I know of in Vegas. Right. There's a few things in Vegas uh, that well, don't they, exist I anymore mean, that were in there. A bunch of them. Was there? When's the last time you saw Siegfried and Roy in Las Vegas? <laughs> Before Roy got his, his face <laughs> and I think one of them died too. So I guess maybe, yeah. yeah this, is, this is a period movie. It's a period movie, okay. <laughs> um, the tiger was cool though. <laughs> um Okay, so um, a couple things. So first of all, the we'll we'll kind of get into the a, a little bit of it. The very um, Zack Snyder, whose movie this is. This is one hundred percent his movie. He wrote the movie, directed the movie, produced the movie. He shot the movie, which will go over it's what I wanted to show a little bit. Of. It meaning meaning he 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 was the director of photography. He made the movie look the way that it does. Dane, um, really quick, not to not to keep throwing and, the show uh, off the rails, but can can you pull up that picture really quick for me that I yeah. sent you? This poster is awesome. It looks really cool, okay. right? A Zack Snyder film is at the top. Story by Zack Snyder, directed by Zack Snyder, screenplay by Zack Snyder. I'm surprised he didn't act in all the roles and like film it himself and like put it out. Like, what the <laughs> hell, man? Like, do you need your name six times on a poster? Jesus. I'd be embarrassed. Well, this personally. came after the Zack Snyder cut of the of the of the Justice League that just came out too. So I mean, everybody knows his name right now. It's it's ridiculous. That's all I wanted to show you is how like absurd I thought that was. But the poster looks cool. <laughs> all right, it's got eyeballs. Um. So. So Zack Snyder, he he famously remade the Dawn of the Dead. Which we, which you guys have probably seen. It probably came out about fifteen years ago. But he was one of the he he was one of the guys that kind of really helped to revitalize the the zombie genre, um, the slow zombie genre, like they have kind of in this movie, even though they kind of run really fast and ride horses. Zombies ride horses in this movie. One of the things I liked about the movie actually quite a bit was what they did with the zombies. It was they weren't just mindless. They were the mindless zombies, and those eat, eat people. And that's fine. But the the couple of the couple of I guess they they were called alphas. Was that the idea? Yeah. Was they they were they they were the intelligent ones. They had a they had a they had an idea to make a society, and they chose in a sense who they bit to make as one of them, a uh, smarter zombie, so to speak. So that was kind of neat. I liked a little bit of what they did with that. Um, jumping ahead a little bit with the with the girl that gets her head cut off, and then there's a baby in there. That was fucked up, <laughs> but that was I, I liked that. That was really cool. Let's just go into the plot really quick. So Dave Batista is in this movie. Dave Batista plays the main character named Scott. Something. Ward. They only say his name a couple of times. But he's a mercenary, and in the beginning of the movie, they send him in to get people out of Vegas because Vegas has been overrun by zombies, and then they build up using like shipping containers a big circle. And they create um, uh, Vegas, and they and they they surround it. Um, but after doing that, he's broke. You know, he's working in a restaurant, and he's flipping burgers and stuff like that. And then Scorpion from last month's movie came in and offered him a, a fifty million bucks to go and get two hundred million bucks that he's already been paid on insurance money from his casino, the Bly Casino, which, if you don't know, 
is the Atlantic Club <laughs> in Atlantic City. Yes. Um, which is very cool. And if you've been there, you see, especially like the front, the facade and stuff, there's a bunch of shots in that. The casino floor, you kind of see how it's, it's not a very dramatic casino floor. It's just a square, or like a long rectangle, basically. Um, but it was neat to see some of that stuff. Um, and then from there, Dave Batista goes and recruits his group of people, a woman named Maria um, uh, and uh, a safe cracker and a helicopter pilot. The, one of the little pieces of trivia in this movie is the, the woman that played the helicopter pilot didn't shoot on the movie. Yeah, the, I, I, the I, I, I just read that. That's uh, They had to basically CGI her in last year after it was all recorded because the main guy, uh, do you have his name written down? I can't remember who was supposed Chris to. Chris Delia, he's a, he's a comedian. Yeah, he, he got busted for like child porn or something last year. So they had made the film with this guy in it got busted for child porn and netflix was like oh crap and they pretty much had to reshoot her whole part and cgi her in to the entire film which was crazy that's a right. win for netflix man she was like There's the best part of that movie. movie but you know you, you, you know what you know what's <laughs> funny though i i didn't know that till after i watched I didn't know that till after I watched the movie that they had done that. And I remember watching the film and just there was a couple parts where I thought it looked a little weird with her close-ups and things. And I just thought it, it just felt a little weird. But I didn't really think too much of it. And then when I read this today, I was like, oh, that makes sense. Because some of it looked a little bit off, like just on her. They did a really great job. But I just, it's it definitely in my mind something stood out when I was watching some of her scenes. Well, the first scene of her when they introduce her, she 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 says the line. She says, "I'm the helicopter guy," which would make sense because it was written with a man in mind and it was shot with a man in mind. And then she says, "I'm the helicopter guy," so, so they didn't even change anything. They didn't even change much anything about her her, her character. Um, and in some of the wider shots where she's in it, you can tell if you're looking at it because I was I was trying to find it. There, you know, she's just kind of CGI'd and green screened in there. Um, but it was pretty good. The special effects in the movie were good. They're kind of typical now of what you see. Like, mo like it's it's tough to watch movies nowadays and not know that like all all guns are CGI. You know what I mean? Like almost every bullet shot, almost every bullet hit in every movie from like John Wick to this movie to everything. It's all fake because obviously. They do all this shooting and stuff, and they can't. They don't want to have guns going off everywhere. But you can tell because it's like, um, it's just put over it, and it's I don't know. The bullet hits are much bigger and stuff like that. But Tignataro is her name, and they replace Chris Delia and just put her over. Um, otherwise, um, I didn't really recognize anybody else in the movie. You could tell probably most of the most of the the cast budget was given to Dave Bautista, uh, who's gigantic in the movie. <laughs> now, speaking of Dave Bautista, this was what I wanted to mention. I was in Atlantic City in 2019 at a bar with my girl, sitting down eating. And a couple of the guys next to me goes, Drax is here. Like, what are you talking about? Drax is here. Drax walked in. And we look, and in the corner, he, we see him sitting down. This big, gigantic dude with all these tattoos and stuff sits in the corner with a couple of people, and he just starts eating dinner. And nobody bothered him. Nobody was being gross about it. And I have kind of like a, uh, like a, like a, like a, uh, a photo here that just kind of shows you how far away I was. And I was weird, and I just took a picture. Hey, <laughs> but you can see him. 
And it looks like that he's wearing the outfit from the movie. Oh yeah, but yeah, oh yeah. On the block, literally, literally three blocks away is the Atlantic Club where they were shooting. Yeah. So I'm sure he was he was staying there. Yeah, so I think they they shot some scenes at the Atlantic Club, but they also shot at the showboat floor, too. Yeah, so they shot a lot of the scenes actually on the showboat floor, and I guess the Atlantic yeah. Club for some of the other stuff as well. So it looks like they used right. both those casinos. And for people watching that don't know, uh, they are no longer casinos in Atlantic City, but they are still operating hotels. Um, at least the showboat is. Uh, it's just a showboat, hotel park. Yeah. Well, from what I understand, they're going to add an indoor water park now. And they just, they just opened up an indoor video arcade. It's supposed to be the largest video arcade in New Jersey. Uh, I actually want to take my kids down next month to go check it out. So that's a little side trivia if, you, if you're uh, looking for some scenes from this movie. But all those slot machines, all that stuff, I mean, I'm sure a lot of it was CGI, but everything else they brought into the floor there that you know for that shoot, that stuff does not exist there anymore. Yeah, if you're going to create a uh, casino in the post-apocalypse, you might as well use Atlantic City. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would say I don't think any actual. I don't know if any actual scenes are really shot in Las Vegas, besides maybe some like principal photography and stuff. I don't know if any like main things were actually shot there. Probably not. I mean, if you look at it, all of the exterior stuff, all that CGI, um, uh, it's all just big matte paintings and stuff. The 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 big overhead like helicopter stuff. Obviously, that's all fake. Um, you wouldn't have to. You wouldn't have to because, like, everything else can just be created in a computer. The um, the facade of the casino, like, the front of the casino is real, definitely. I don't know about the Olympus one. I don't know what that would be. That looks like an absolutely fake casino. Like, I've never – that doesn't look like any casino in Vegas that I, that I recognize. Um, but the, the Bly Casino, which the ACH uh, – stands in for that's that looks exactly like that casino in the city down to the shape of it and i remember when they were shooting that actually because you would drive by and they were there for i guess a couple of weeks and they had these big giant generators right around the back of it and that's how they were powering everything because everything else is shut down like yeah. you know, that casino, i think what five casinos in atlantic city shut down a few years ago so or four casinos and uh and uh, yeah they bounced around between the showboat and that one to, to to shoot anyway um so let's talk a little bit about the plot so the plot of the movie as i said it's a it's a heist movie in vegas for 200 million dollars but that's not really the 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 idea the idea is the other guy that comes in with the team who works for scorpion Tanaka. his uh his mr. idea Tanaka. is that he has to get mr tanaka <laughs> Bly tanaka his first name's Bly. <laughs> Um, he, uh, he sends in this guy to get what originally was just going to be a vial of blood, but he, he ends up sawing off the head of, uh, one of the alpha zombies in order to bring back. And then they create, and then they wanted to use that to create like a bioweapon, a zombie bioweapon, which would be worth billions of dollars and things like that, which I actually kind of liked. I kind of dug with him just walking around with like a head in the bag. That was pretty good. That this was my this was my biggest flaw in the plot line for me, because I this is what I wrote this down. Here's what I don't understand: Why not just recruit the team to do that? Why do you, why have this whole fake thing? I mean, obviously for the movie, but why have this whole fake thing to go get money and this and that? Why not just tell them, hey, we're gonna pay you guys, go in there, get some blood, or chop off some heads or arms of these alphas, bring them back out, call it a day. Like why? 
why not just make that the plan, right? Like, the team was obviously capable of handling that situation. You know, give them a couple rope guns and go in there, snag them, and bring them out. You know what I mean? So, you know, I don't understand. I guess the only thing I can think of is, like, obviously they wanted to keep it top secret of what they were using it for. But they could have just lied to them and said, hey, uh, we need to do this for studies to make sure that we can find a cure down the road or something. And that we're not using it for a bio-army. So I didn't understand the whole facade. Like, why try to push the money on them, you know, and just say, hey, we'll pay you money. Just go do this. The dude was flipping burgers. I think he would have done it for less than 50 mil, to tell you the truth. <laughs> I mean, the only thing I could think of would be that they need, they need, like, they wanted to, like, keep it very clear who a good guy and who a bad guy was. Like, I mean, it, if they were going to bring back a zombie, like, to, like, you know, populate the earth with zombies and use them as their army, well, uh, then you, is that guy really a good guy? I think that's the only thing I could think of, which is, like, you know, that's them trying well, to have like, like I'm saying like just lie to them just, just yeah. lie to them don't tell them that's what you're doing just tell them you, you're doing research we need research we need to send you in to get research before they get nuked okay cool we'll do it that guy listen Dave Batista would have done it for about like three hundred thousand dollars I bet you like 50 mil was like just, <laughs> he might have done it for three hundred dollars he was flipping I fucking burgers at a goddamn burger joint in the middle of a desert get the fuck out of here <laughs> He was gonna look. He was gonna use it to open up a a, a, a roach coach, a a a, a, a taco truck, and go back to cooking like <laughs> in a smaller venue. Like, <laughs> would he even fit into a food truck? How big is that food truck? I know. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get you know. Yeah, he's dude. In real life, he's like six six, like three hundred pounds, like that. He, I mean, Dane's seen him in person. Like the dude's massive. Have you guys ever, you guys seen the video game Gears of War? I know Dana's seen it. Sure. Gears? The, yeah, the, the main character is like this giant dude. Like mostly, mostly all the characters in, in Gears of War are this giant dude. So Dave Batista like famously turned down being in the Fast and the Furious movies because he was pushing to um, be uh, uh, the dude from Gears of War. I can't remember his name right now. But he was pushing to like start that movie and be like the main character in it. And he was like, no, nah, I'm not going to do Fast and the Furious. I'm going to try to do this Gears of War thing. And then, obviously, the Gears of War movie never happened. Yeah. He would be good in that. Well, he, looks, he, he looks just like him. Yeah, he yeah. does. Marcus I Phoenix, that's that in mind. But the other huge issues I had with the film was just that they tried just sticking in these love line. Like, they kind of just tried to put in those emotional attachments in there, like, you know, he, he falls, in, or that girl's trying to tell him that she's there because she loves him, and then she gets her head snapped. Like, that was, I mean, I just thought that was kind of, I like that. That was, that yeah. Was yeah, and then, uh, you know, the whole, the, the whole daughter thing, and that was like, the, I think there could have been a better plot line for that, too, because they're up at the generator, and he's like, I thought you were mad at me because I killed your mom. And she's like, I'm not mad at you because I killed your mom, killed my mom. I'm mad because you, we just didn't talk about it. And it's like, right now is when you're having this conversation. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, that's what therapy's for after. Like, we got an hour till a nuke drops on us. Like, I'm sorry your feelings are hurt that we didn't talk about it, you know? But, <laughs> like, you know, I, I don't know. I just thought they were, like, kind of forced. That's all. Yeah, the movie isn't really written very well. It's just not, I don't think. I mean, I think, like Matt was saying, everything's just kind of shoehorned together. Like, the chick, Maria, right before, you know, she gets her head snapped and stuff like that, which I love. I like that part because that was when, like, everything started to just fall apart. You know what I mean? 
You know what I mean? They're going to go and they're going to go do something and they're going to go find his daughter. And, you know, they're like, okay, here's the moment. Then the guy just goes and breaks his head. And I'm like, shit's about to get real. Yeah. Um, but it, it's just, it, it's all just like, they. it was just sort of like they had to find the quickest way to just get people, all of them in. So how do we get the daughter in? Well, the daughter needs to do something altruistic, which is run and try to save a woman that she knows, has no idea where she is. Somehow they know she knows she's at the olympic uh uh casino olympus casino i don't remember how that happens there's a lot of real convenient shit that happens yeah that was street. ridiculous um <laughs> yeah um and there's the one part where she's hiding like in something and there's like a million zombies running past her none of them see her <laughs> you know um also Everyone is really good at using guns, even the people that have never used them. Yes. They're all headshot masters. Headshot masters. Like, better than, like, anyone I know at Call of Duty. A little, okay. a little, a little <laughs> side plug here. A little side plug here. So I do a Safety Man podcast show with my buddy, and we actually are doing uh, part – we just finished part two of Hollywood Police Myths. But one of them is, like, exactly that. that one, one, and two things are hit in this film. One – they are like great headshots, you know. And if you've never shot a handgun, it's very difficult to shoot a handgun, let alone a moving target, let alone hitting a brain like this big. So, yeah, that. And the other thing, too, is like just the unlimited bullets. Like a handgun usually has maybe nine <laughs> rounds in it. If you have like or an extended clip, maybe 15 if you're extended to 17. But realistically, most handguns have like maybe six to nine rounds in them. And, uh, you know, they're just unloading full clips and barely changing mags and stuff. So that was a little bit of a pet peeve, too. You know, they're just shooting 30 rounds out of a Glock, and it's just like, okay, yeah. And they're hitting everybody in the head perfectly. Look, that, that was probably my biggest problem with this movie was, like, when it started out, let, not to bring it all the way back, but when, when you start watching the movie, there is probably what feels like a 45-minute musical introduction with, like, the... Like, them just, like, doing all sorts of, like, zombie killing. Like, they, they make it very cinematic and, like, oh, this is going to be badass. And it was at parts. But, like, dude, it Zack Snyder, if you want to do your Zack Snyder movie and just do shit over the top, then just do shit over the top. Don't give me this story. No one fucking cares. Like, oh, you're trying to do, like, this heartfelt shit. Like, oh, dude, you had it right from the beginning. You should have followed through with that path. Like... You forcing that shit in just makes me not like the movie. Like, if you were just like, if his daughter said that to him, like, oh, I didn't talk to me. He's like, ah, shut the fuck up and walked away. That would have been way better for me than him being like, oh, <laughs> right. like, come on, man. Like, That's realistic. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm not saying there, there doesn't need to be any kind of heart or anything like that, but you, like, just. No, no, I guess I am saying that. It, there doesn't need to be any... Just fucking kill zombies, blow shit up. Like, that's the kind of movie you wanted to make, then just make that movie. Don't give me the heartfelt shit. Come on, man. It was definitely... Everything that happened in the movie was definitely plugged in there quick, just to wrap around the idea of Vegas, zombies, heist, nuke, and uh, alpha zombies. You know what I mean? I think that that was the whole crux of the whole movie. And then they're like, we need an action star, Dave Batista. Um, we have to uh, have a reason for him to go in there. And the reason is his daughter. But then his daughter, for some reason, is like, I weigh 100 pounds. And I'm going to go in there whether you like it or not. And I'm like, okay. She didn't need to be in the movie <laughs> at all. Uh, 
In reality, he should have just been like, you know, hey, listen, all right, good luck. You're going to go in by yourself when we come out? Okay. But at that point, I'm going to have $50 million, and I'll just grab you up anyway, and you're not – those other people will be dead, and I'll just tell you they're dead. So it is what it is, and I'll move on. Here's a little side trivia, too, because I did a little digging today. So maybe Zack Snyder gets a little more in-depth. He's doing a prequel that's already began for this film. I don't. Did you see this, Marozzi? No. I don't know if he saw it. Yeah, so it's um, it's called Army of Thieves. It's a prequel about the safe cracker. It's going to be a movie uh, before the Vegas incident, and the safe cracker is going to be the head of the cast of the Army of Thieves, and that's already began production on that uh, project. They've already started filming on that. That worries me because that sounds like it needs to have a legitimate plot. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about the safe cracker guy for one second here. Is it just me, or is that is he the oldest kid in like any movie? Because they were picking on him because he's young and he doesn't know how to use guns. And here's a he's like forty years old. You know what I mean? You'd figure he, you know, you'd figure he would be like they would cast like a twenty year old guy who like is like I don't know, dorky and weird. This guy, that, that guy's older than all of us. And somehow he has, like, no, like, life skills. Yeah, Matthias mm-hmm. Swiger Gopher. He is a German actor. He's Jones, 40 huh? years old and director, filmmaker. Uh, yeah, he's 40 years old exactly on the die. He's 40. And, uh, yeah, he's going to be the star of the movie um, coming out. Um, I'm trying to look when it's coming out or when they're launching it. But, yeah, Army of Thieves it's going to be called. And it is a prequel to this film so this is not unusual for something that zach Snyder has done before when he made watchmen he made uh in the watchmen movie which is probably which it, if you haven't seen this movie don't watch it just go watch watchmen it's better but if if um uh he's gonna make like an anime or something like that about this which he did with the watchmen movie because inside the watchmen movie there's a mo- there's a story within the story and like if you watch like the DVDs and stuff like that, there's like a 30 minute um, animated movie that's set in the same universe and stuff like that. So he's kind of done this kind of stuff before. Um, I think I think they're going all in on this Army of the Dead uh, as far as like doing sequels and prequels and stuff. And hopefully they're better than this. So obviously at the um, end we have the um, real big spoiler. That, uh, you know, the main, the other main character there, I don't have his name in front of me at the moment, but obviously we find out that he's headed to Mexico City. So, mm-hmm. you know, do we see an Army of the Dead Part 2? Again, like we've talked about in the other films, it really comes down to the budget. Now, all weekend long, it was the number one movie on Netflix. So it, I think it's going to kind of depend on how much it, it goes off. The budget for this movie was $90 million. Uh, there was no real release. There was a, there was a limited, like, special release in certain theaters, but they only raised like not even a million dollars because it was like so secluded in what theaters it was actually released. So it was 99% uh, a Netflix release. So budget was 90 million. You know, again, we, we don't have an estimate of like how does Netflix use their signups or their value of like what they spent to what they're getting in if the, it's worth them doing another one at that price. Because that's got to be, in all reality, $90 million for uh, Netflix to pay and push this whole project from day one. I mean, that's that's got to be one of their biggest films they've ever put the money into. I'm going to do a little look up here, but that, that's got to be up there. Well, they just spent 300 or $400 million to buy sequels to Knives Out. 
the Ryan Johnson movie, um, Crazy. Which, which was a good movie enough. Oh, it was worth four hundred million dollars. But Netflix is just Netflix has all the money right now. They've been spending a lot of money on stuff. And look, and look, I'm all for you know more stuff getting made. I like Zack Snyder. I think he's really good at the things he does. Um, it's just I think that his movies lack a lot of substance. Like he did the the Superman movies and the and the and the and the and the Batman vs Superman. It was fine. You know what I mean? It's just I just I just I just don't think he's made a I don't think he's made a really good movie in a while. Uh, this wasn't it. Okay. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about a little side plot, and I really liked it. So they go and in the beginning of the movie, once they first get in there, um, the blonde-haired chick like sacrifices, so to speak. Um, the guy's name's uh, Theo Rossi, the guy that played Juice in Sons of Anarchy. Did you, did you guys ever, ever watch Sons of Anarchy? He also played Shades in um, Luke Cage on uh, Netflix. Yes. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. And uh, they make him into an alpha zombie. And then later on, I forget who kills him. I don't know. I think it might have been Dave Batista when he's trying to bite uh, his daughter. It wasn't. Um, but I. But the queen. The idea of the queen was kind of cool because it gave it gave it gave the character, which apparently his his name is Zeus, because he's from the Olympic uh, or Olympia Hotel and Casino. So that was his name, like in I guess in the in the script or something. But it gave him a um uh, um a. Uh, a motive um, to be mad, I guess. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, some sort of drive. It, 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 it gave him a reason to want to go and rip heads off. Um, and I liked that, especially with like the baby coming out and stuff like that, which was fucked up. And at the end, when they land in Mexico, when, when, when you know he's going to land in Mexico City, he bit that guy. Yeah. So that guy's going to become an alpha. So he's going to be smart or 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 um intelligent like him so he's not just a regular zombie he's going to be smart like him and i guess they 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 uh, the zombies came from area 51 is that what we were led to believe in the beginning of the movie they were being transported by the worst soldiers you've ever seen in your life <laughs> yeah i mean and how there's no uh you know you're transporting that with only four vehicles and no air support like there was no air support going with them you know, in real, you know, real right. time, there would have been an air, air, uh, you know, a drone or a helicopter or something going with them in, in reality. So, you know, I did like that aspect of like the bio soldier, you know, like that, because that's kind of what they sound like they were trying to build and it got out of control mm -hmm. was like a bio soldier. Because when he comes out of that box, he's got like the Marine haircut high, high and tight. You know, he looks like he's all built. So it looked like a super so soldier pro program that they were trying to develop. And, uh, you know, and that's when it just went off the hinges. The other thing I didn't understand, though, too, was, like, in the beginning, when he escapes that box, they're shooting him, like, point-blank range with, like, high-intensity rifles, and it's not doing anything to him. But then at the end, like, one handgun bullet, like, ends his life. And I didn't understand that uh, perspective. I was like, wait, he was, like, bulletproof 10 minutes ago, and now it's on, like, one basic handgun bullet is taking him out. I was trying to figure this out the whole time. Was that guy who busted out of that the same like main like zombie that was staying yeah, at the Olympus Hotel? Yeah, was that yeah. Zeus? Was that the same one? Because I couldn't tell. Hair grew out. Yeah, it was him. They shouldn't have had his goddamn hair grow out because I was confused as shit for the entire movie. I was like, why did they even bother showing you that guy in the beginning if this other guy's <laughs> just taking over? What the fuck was the point of that? 
Because zombies don't, they haven't figured out how to get haircuts yet. That's, you know, they know how to make babies, but they don't know how to make hair. They haven't figured out the haircut game yet. That's I don't know how their hair's even growing. They died, you know? Like, what? It's true. Well, like I said, so, like I said, that's, it, you know, if they come from him, it's an alpha. But if it comes from a secondary, it's a, you know, it's a zombie secondary, you know, the B, the B rated. Shambler or like a Grambler or something like that. They, they, they give him a name. Shambler. They give him a name Shambler, I think. But they didn't make the cut of being alphas. I like the soundtrack. Viva Las Vegas. I don't know who sang that, but I really like that version of it. Yeah, okay. It was uh, Viva Las Vegas by Richard Cheese and Allison Crow. We had Suspicious Minds by Elvis Presley. Nightlife by Elvis Presley. Bad Moon Rising by Theo Gilmore. Si Senor by Control Machete. The End by The Ravenettes. Do You Really Want to Hurt Me by Culture Club. That was when they were in the uh, elevator scene. The elevator, yeah. uh, we have the, uh, this is really long, but the uh, Siegfried's Funeral March, which is the orchestra song, and uh, the zombie acoustic by the Cranberries at the end. Yeah, it fit really well with everything that they did. Yeah, little little things I liked about the movie were just little kind of like the, the, the name of the, the name of the, um, the name of the safe was Goddardem wrong which was which is the and they explain it a little bit in the movie but like that's 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 um that's part of uh of a of a of an opera i think about the end of the world the norse end of the world yeah so that that's the song yeah. and it, in english translation i guess it's siegfried's funeral march so it's about you know marching into certain death is what that orchestra song is supposed to be portrayed as i like the zombie song at the end the cranberry song is good <laughs> um, okay and then the one other thing i wanted to mention was uh they had a uh, the whole like in the beginning they were like oh he had to kill the mother in front of his daughter and that's probably why there was a problem like we talked about earlier she's the <laughs> it was just because she didn't come back and like talk to her about it. it had nothing to do with her killing his mother her mother that turned into a zombie and then at the end of course she has to kill him so, you know, she has to be put basically into his shoes where he had to kill the mother, and now she has to do it to him. That was kind of cool, I guess, but didn't really need to be in there. It was kind of cool, except for the fact that, again, un super unrealistic, major helicopter crash. Can we talk about that? And she walks away completely unscathed. Not even, like, missing an arm or something. Like She was, she was dusty. She was dusty. <laughs> no 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 one's wearing seatbelts and everyone just gets destroyed and she's like yeah i'm i'm good i'm good like a major helicopter crash here okay so i got through this out with the helicopter too now now we bring this up real quick before i forget when they're at the end and they're getting out and they think that um what's her name tag tig um tig they think that she has disappeared and, and they dis you know she's gone right Okay, I've been around helicopters. I've been firsthand around helicopters, loading, unloading. I've been near them. Listen, I don't care if the helicopter was, uh, you know, down below a little bit. You're going to hear that. I don't care. I don't care if it's a half mile away. You're still, they're like, oh, the helicopter's gone. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, it was right there the whole time. We, how did we not? <laughs> It just flew down a little bit, but it was right there. Like, yeah, dude, you're going to hear that in real life. Another uh, Hollywood uh, myth there I had to throw out there for sure. I mean, if you're ever around a helicopter, like, it is just shit. deafening to your ears.
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that when you're on a helicopter, they give you headphones um, so you can communicate to each other because you can't hear another person speak. Like, when they're having a casual yeah. conversation, like, you can't hear anything in a helicopter. What are you talking about? Put your goddamn headphones on and then maybe I'll believe you. <laughs> I had to throw that out there a little bit, yeah. I, I enjoyed it because I knew what it was. I knew what I was walking into. I knew what it was. I enjoyed it because... You know, it was zombies in Vegas doing zombie shit. There was a couple really cool scenes. I liked the tiger scene when he ripped the dude's head off. That was awesome. A couple good shots of, like, the girl's necking and broke, you know, getting eaten. It wasn't super, super gruesome, you know, but it was just to the point where it was what it was expected to be. And, you know, I went into it knowing what I was going to get, and I think I got what I expected. That's, you know, I didn't know, I didn't think I was going to get an Academy Award winning villain. I wanted to see a zombie film in Vegas. I saw a zombie film in Vegas. I got what I wanted. I think I think it actually was pretty gory. I mean, if you if you look at a lot of the pieces, like the like I mean, the guy getting his face eaten in the beginning, the the one guy rips off a guy's jaw. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the one guy gets squished, and then they pull the things over. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, you know what it is because we know it's it's all CGI. You kind of become. We're like desensitized to these things now. Yeah. Right. You think you go back and it's like you see violence. You got to go back probably 20 years ago, but at least. But like the kind of blood and guts that they get away with now and just the body maiming and stuff. Like, I think because we know it's fake, it, it doesn't really have as much of an impact. However, though, there was some stuff that was pretty gross. <laughs> um. And also things like broken bones and stuff, I can't, I can't do that. You know what I mean? Watching a guy get his face ripped off and turned into mush, like, is is easier for me to watch than like a bone getting broken because I can't, I can't, I can't do that. Um, now l- something else too, and again, it's a plot thing and it's convenient, very convenient. At the end of the movie, during the helicopter fight, Dave Batista gets bit. Five minutes later, he's a zombie. Right, right. Approximately, the guy in the in the that that um, was in the the safe. the safe. Which first of all, he got out of the safe. Yeah, how to get out of the safe? Okay, this unbreakable safe that only one person can open got out of it. The nuke got him out of it, but it also protected him. Like the refrigerator in Indiana Jones, the right. safe was like a big refrigerator. Right, <laughs> it was a big refrigerator. Um, and then he crawls through the desert at least a couple of days, finds a finds a Camaro, steals it, ends up in Utah. He was in Utah. So however long it took him to drive to Utah, rented a plane, got on there, feeling not so great, and it turns out he's bit. So how long did that take? And by the way, he's bit by the same guy. It's not like it was like another guy, and for some reason, you know what I mean? And, you know, and Dave Batista is bigger than him, so it's not like it would take longer or less time to go through his bloodstream or something. It was just convenient that somehow he was able to make it to Mexico City without turning into a zombie yet. So here's my question. Did you did you see that part coming? Because I did not. I did not see that coming, that twist at the end. No, actually, I got to tell you, when he started feeling sick, I actually thought it was because... Uh, you know, he walked through Fallout in Vegas. 
you know? For me, what I thought, I I was waiting for some kind of twist because they were focusing on this guy too much. So I thought something was coming. But what I thought was coming was when he was drinking that wine, he felt a little sick. I thought maybe he got poisoned by, you know, the dude that plays Scorpion or something like to get back at him or, or something along those lines. I thought he was getting poisoned by the, because um, the girls were a little hesitant to drink with him. So I was like, oh, maybe they put something in his drink or something like that. So that's what I thought was kind of going like that angle. And then when he went in there, I was like, oh, he's turning into a zombie. And then it kind of hit me. But that's, I I kind of was expecting a plot twist that he was being poisoned or, or something along those lines. A better plot twist would have been that he would have taken that little baby, put it in his backpack, and then brought it to Tanakh and be like, here you go, dude. Job well done. And, like, collected a paycheck. That would have been way better. Because nobody would have saw that shit coming. That would have been, well, that would have been pretty good. Yeah, man. And plus the and baby I was zombie would too, live. I was wondering yeah. why that guy was going into her stomach. And then he pulls out a baby. That turned blue. What What was with the blue? Why was it? Why Why were there blue? I thought at some point one of the zombies got shot um, when they were in the casino when the, when they were on the casino floor. One of the zombies got shot and it looked like he was a robot. Yes, yeah. I did. I totally saw that yep. and I didn't understand yeah. that what that was all yep. about. Because then I was thinking in my head, I was like, wait, maybe these are fake and they're programmed or something, and there's some kind of conspiracy going on here. Because then I, but then they just kind of like brushed over that and then kept going. Right. So I'm gonna dig into that a little bit more, but. I don't know what I saw that same exact thing. I was like, "Wait, was that a robot? What was that?" So I don't know. Maybe that's something that might get explained in, um, like you know, something in the future, and they just threw that in there because Zack Snyder's got some plans, like you said, for his uh, offshoot. Maybe there was some fake ones in there. I don't know. That was weird, though. Overall, for me, I I like I could have liked this movie more. Like when it started out, I was like, "Okay, they had that big like again that musical with like them like shooting guns and stuff." I was like, "Okay." I get what this is going to be. It's just going to be an over-the-top, ridiculous movie. And then he started having all those, like, emotional things, and I like, brought, brought another shit. I'm like, all right, you're killing this movie for me. You're just destroying it with all this other stuff. Like, just make it a zombie movie. So I I actually probably liked Mortal Kombat more than this movie, and that's going to, like, Dane's probably going to turn, <laughs> turn off the screen now. Um, but I, I don't know, man. Don't give me much plot. If you're not going to put the time into the plot, then don't give me the goddamn plot. Just shoot some shit and blow some shit up, you know? Well, I think by making the idea of the alpha zombies, it gave a dynamic to the zombies that wasn't just like Walking Dead. Like the least interesting thing about the Walking Dead are the zombies. It's about the characters in the move in the in the show. But in in most zombie movies, they're just they're just cannon fodder. In this case, there there was a real good reason for them to kind of be there, and there was an emotional reason. There was an emotional thing that they had, which was like the Zeus character and stuff. Yeah, um, I mean that part was cool. Like but the, the rest of it, it was like it was like it was an inconvenient. It, it was like watching all the other stuff, like the like the mother or like the father daughter stuff. You could you were right. Like none of that stuff even even had to be there. I wanted to see like. I wanted to see more zombie stuff, which is something I normally don't care about. So just to jump back, but uh, just a little digging. So uh, apparently Snyder kind of addressed some of this. And so those tech zombies were meant to be placed in there. And they seem like they will be addressed in the Army of the Dead animated series uh, Lost Vegas. Uh, so they were put in there purposely. So there is a reason why those zombie robots were in there. And we'll find out about that later. All right, so final thoughts. Final thoughts are definitely better for this movie, I thought, than the last movie, even though Matt liked uh, Mortal Kombat better than this one. Um, 
It was fine. It was, you know, you know, Lacey Callie said you, you in, in the first five minutes of just zombie blowing up, you kind of knew what it was. Um, and it was fine for that. I, I, I wanted to see more. I wanted to actually see more, more zombie alpha stuff, but um, it was fine. You know, it was a good two hour movie. I thought it was I thought it was kind of neat. And it was neat to, you know, see the Atlantic Club in there and, and see inside the showboat. Because when you look when you look inside it, you can see like it's showboat ceiling and stuff the carpet was definitely that i got my showboat go. showboat chip right here i just i had to bring this in so there you go the official <laughs> showboat chip i liked it it was fine I, I i i i didn't feel like i wasted my time as much as i did with mortal Kombat. but um i'll probably see something else that they do i don't know i don't know it, it maybe i'm not that interested to see a sequel with the safe cracker guy i i or a, a prequel like i don't i don't know he wasn't interesting to me but I don't know, maybe you guys have a different opinion on it. I, I didn't like him that much. I'd rather see a sequel than a prequel. Thank you for watching the Nerd Enthusiast podcast. Movie, nerd, nerd, movie, nerd, movie, nerd, enthusiast. <laughs> I can't say the word right. The, the Nerd Enthusiast movie podcast. Yes. Okay? Uh, for Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead. I'm Dane. This has been, I have Matt Morosi here. I have Anthony Sicali here. Check out Patreon for exclusive content. Check out all of the social medias. I'm sure Matt will put them down here at the bottom. You got your Instagrams. You got your Twitter. I'm guessing. You have your uh, 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 others. TikTok. TikTok we, got, we got them all, TikTok. dude. TikTok. We even got a blog. We got a blog now, too. Nerdthusiast.com. You can go there for the blog, too. Oh, oh okay. Good. Um I should know this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, guys. Take care, everybody.